For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. Georgia Republican Governor Brian Kemp quickly signed into law a new set of voter restrictions while a black Georgia lawmaker knocked on his office door demanding to be let in. Democratic State Representative Park Cannon was arrested by Capitol Police. She was charged with felony obstruction of law enforcement, punishable by one to five years in prison. She was released late last night. Supporters rallied outside the jail while she was held inside, including Georgia U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock, who said Cannon is one of his parishioners. Warnock said it's a sad day for Georgia. And what we have witnessed today is a desperate attempt to lock out and squeeze the people out of their own democracy. And in this effort, in this case, they're literally being locked down. The people are being locked down and locked out of their own democracy. Yes. But this effort to silence the voices of Georgians who stood up in a historic election in November and January will not stand. The new Georgia law imposes voter ID requirements for absentee voting and would limit the use of ballot drop boxes, as well as disqualify voters who cast ballots outside their precincts. It would bar volunteers from providing food or drink to people who sometimes have to wait in line for hours to vote. Kemp signed the bill into law two hours after final passage by lawmakers. President Biden called the Republican legislation in Georgia and similar measures elsewhere around the country un-American. It's sick. It's sick. Deciding in some states that you cannot bring water to people standing in line waiting to vote. Deciding that you're going to end voting at 5 o'clock when working people are just getting off work. Deciding that there will be no absentee ballots under the most rigid circumstances. Biden made the comments at his first presidential press conference. More on that from Laura Rossbrow. Tell him. President Joe Biden told reporters at his first formal press conference yesterday that he'll unveil details about a $3 trillion infrastructure plan in Pittsburgh next week. The next major initiative is to rebuild the infrastructure, both physical and technological infrastructure in this country. Notably, Biden emphasized this and not gun control as his next big priority. The president started by saying he now aims to get 200 million COVID-19 vaccine shots to people in his first 100 days. And he expects to run for re-election in 2024 with VP Kamala Harris. Much of the press conference was devoted to immigration and the situation at the southern border. Biden said his administration is opening a new military facility to house unaccompanied minors, which he hopes will improve the dire conditions thousands of young people are facing. He's also launching a program he says will quickly verify whether minors crossing are reuniting with family or not. While Biden is expelling the vast majority of adults crossing the border without documentation, he is not expelling unaccompanied immigrant children. For Pacifica Network and Public News Service, I'm Laura Rosbratellum. An evenly divided Senate Judiciary Committee has advanced the nomination of civil rights leader Vanita Gupta to serve as the Justice Department's top official on civil rights. The vote was 11 to 11 with all Republicans opposed. Under Senate rules, the full Senate will take up her nomination. Jacob Blake Jr. has filed a federal lawsuit against the White 
Kenosha, Wisconsin, police officer who shot him seven times in the back, leaving him permanently disabled. The shooting of Blake, who's African-American, was captured on bystander video. It came three months after a white Minneapolis police officer killed George Floyd by kneeling on his neck for nearly nine minutes. The University of Southern California has agreed to an $852 million settlement with more than 700 women who accused the college's longtime campus gynecologist of sexual abuse. When combined with a $215 million settlement of a separate class action lawsuit, USC has agreed to pay out over $1 billion for claims against 74-year-old Dr. George Tyndall. He worked at the school for nearly 30 years. Tyndall himself faces 35 criminal counts of sexual misconduct between 2009 and 2016. He has pleaded not guilty. Dominion Voting Systems has filed a $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against Fox News. The suit argues the cable news giant falsely claimed in an effort to boost its faltering ratings that the voting company rigged the 2020 election. The defamation lawsuit is the first filed against a media outlet by the company at the center of false claims spread by President Trump and his allies after Trump's election loss to Joe Biden. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.